You'd be amazed and appalled and frankly horrified. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, work wives. This is Danielle from Anaheim. I would love some advice on what to do with my situation. Okay, so I was laid off a couple months ago, and since then I found a job. Yay! But unfortunately, this job is basically not what I signed up for. Um, There's a lot of micromanagement and unrealistic expectations. I'm being asked for things that are not within my role, you know, and... um, I just got a written warning email from my manager stating that I'm not working up to her standards. Well, her example, there was a website issue that happened the Friday afternoon of New Year's weekend. And, you know, after emailing the developers, there wasn't much more that I could do because they needed to fix it. And also, I was traveling for that long weekend, which my manager knew. And she wrote in this warning email that um, the day after New Year's, I didn't have an update for her at 9 a.m. Well, there were no updates from the developers all weekend, and I was traveling. Is this a realistic expectation? I have a lot more examples, but I'm wondering what do I do with this written warning? I mean, she also said I have two weeks to improve before she puts me on an employee improvement plan. Dan yell. Oh my God. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a lot going on. First of all, I hope you weren't somewhere cool for New Year's. I was in Havana. <laughs> Turns out so if, you, incredible. if you go to Cuba, there's not a travel embargo anymore. If you go to support the Cuban people, great. I learned this from a Scottish woman I know. Incredible. Yes, she's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now that I've made this about me, let's get back to you. <laughs> um, Danielle, I like, I totally get how frustrating this is. I have a few thoughts for you um, that will keep you off that employment improvement plan and they can be immediately actionable and we will get to them after the break. <laughs> If you want bite-sized information about how to get more at corporate America, follow us on Instagram at ask your As Vanessa said before the break, we have some notes for you. Yay! <laughs> and like some of them may be a little hard to swallow. So just know that I appreciate you and love you and welcome to Ask Your Wife. But first and foremost, you have got to learn how to practice closed loop communication. Tell us more. Tell us T- more. Take, taking the situation from the point of view of your manager. What has happened is she never heard if you did anything about it. Mm. She has to report up to someone above her that this thing is being handled. Notice the language there. Not that it's done, mm. but that it's being handled. So closed loop communication is simply this. Your your manager sent you a message through a channel that said, do the thing. You need to tell her that you've received the message. Yep, got it. I'm going to attack the developers right now. That's an email. Mm-hmm. After you've talked to the developers, hey, send an email back to her closing that loop saying, hey, I've spoken to the developers, Tim on the third floor, whatever. He says he's handling it. Now at least she knows that you took action and there's someone else who's got an open loop on their communication thing, right? 
Because now he, Tim, yeah. owes you, Danielle, something. That's right. Mm-hmm. And if you are out for whatever reason, I don't care if you're sick, dead, traveling, hanging out with me in Havana. Like if you're gone, she now has someone to go close that loop with. Right. right. So like she can, she can go up to the third of like, where the fuck is Tim? Where the fuck is my website? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like totally. if she wanted this on the 31st, right. She, she knows how to get it done. Right. It goes around you. Now, if you, if you don't have any news from Tim, you make sure that you tell your manager, Hey, I followed up with him. I'm headed out the door on my vacation. Here's the status. Up with Tim. Yeah. And like, I've still got nothing. Is there any one I can escalate to? Because guess what? Your manager's job is to remove roadblocks. Mm-hmm. If Tim is a roadblock or if Tim ha- doesn't have his out of office email responder on, you may not know that he's also hanging out in Havana with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's now a whole, t- it's a team meeting. We're doing a tax write-off, but like maybe Tim's out of town. Maybe Tim's not the person to do it. Right. Right. So now your manager knows that Tim is not the person to do it or knows that Tim is on this other project for the CEO or knows that Tim is an idiot and can't actually do this. <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like, so then your manager can say, ah, I will escalate this to Bob on the fourth I, I floor. I knew it was going to be Bob. <laughs> How did I know that? It was <laughs> definitely going to be Bob. This is episode 100 and what now? <laughs> <laughs> right. So your manager can either tell you, hey, like open another loop with you. Hey, forget Tim. Go talk to Bob on the fourth floor. And you can say, okay, great. I have talked to Bob on the fourth floor. He's handling it. Or I, I wasn't able to catch Bob before I got out the door. So I can't do that yet. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of like granular and frankly, to me, asinine communication that needs to happen. Required over communication. Mm-hmm. And I'll even like put a finer point on it. It's not just over communication. It's like making sure that communication is a complete loop. Mm-hmm. Like your manager started by asking a question. You need to follow up on that question with her. Like, hey, I asked you to do this thing. Yep. I received the message that you asked me to do this thing. This is the singular action that I took. And it's one step of five that I'm about to take. But yeah. I will check in with you after every single of those five steps. Right. And right? if there isn't progress on everyone, I'll give you a 24 hour update every time. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and some of, some of this is just like growing pains of learning to work with a new manager, right? They don't know you. They don't know your communication style. They don't know that you're actually the most amazing person at getting shit done like this. Right. Totally. She might be used to a different communication style. She might've had somebody in that seat in the past who didn't communicate whatsoever. And so she's finding the need to like be a little more micromanaging. One of my favorite managers, he told me from day one, he's like, the person who was in the seat before you was a chronic under communicator. I'm going to have to like overcome that, which may look like to you, I'm micromanaging you. Mm-hmm. But if you over communicate with me precisely, if you close the loop on every single loop I've started, then we're going to be fine and I will eventually back off. And guess what? Three months down the road, he did. That's great. That's mm-hmm. a great manager. Totally. So that, that may be what you're experiencing. It's not like, I, I, I don't recommend you quit this job. I recommend <laughs> you like work through the like growing pains of like working with your new manager, really dig into practicing that close communication and see if it doesn't improve. I think the other thing we'll say here, Danielle, is like, your manager should also be handling it better. A thousand percent. Right. Like <laughs> just the way your manager was just, you were describing your manager like, Hey, I need this. And mm-hmm. this is how I'm going to request. And she's told you in an aggressive way, 
I wanted that update in high, in in retrospect. Yeah. Right? She should have told you she wanted twenty four hour up to twelve hour mm-hmm. updates. You know, on this emer- maybe mm-hmm. this is kind of an emergency situation. Um, she should have told you that she expected that from you in this circumstance. Yeah. So- the thing that pissed me off the most is this like weird escalation to like I'm going to put mm-hmm. you on a pip. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, performance improvement plan is what we used to call it when right. I was when I was coming up through the ranks. <laughs> but it, it, maybe it's an EIP now, an employee employee improvement plan. Sure. Either way, like that's that's not the escalation path you're still within your first 90 days right like calm down like yeah. the first pass should have been hey has there been movement on this mm-hmm. and totally. hey just keep me more in the loop that way i can back you up put more pressure you know on bob yeah. tim whomsoever <laughs> all, all of jeanette the third and the fourth you know, <laughs> all of them <laughs> like whoever and i think you'd think that this might be like basic manager level shit <laughs> you'd be amazed you'd be amazed and appalled and frankly horrified (laughs) turns out the number of people who are running like billion dollar budgets who don't know how to do this like it's it's a systemic problem yeah um so so take that in stride unfortunately as you've noted the escalation has been inappropriate well so here's the thing because she's threatened to do that i would get ahead of it oh interesting here's some inside baseball danielle Go find your HR business partner and just read them into the situation because they want to check in with you in the first 90 days. Right. Right. They need to like verify that their onboarding was great. This is a moment They'll where they'll get it a bonus great. if you yeah. stay for 90 days. <laughs> That's right. No, for real. Like, like recruitment bonuses don't get paid out unless you're there for 90 days. For sure. In so six months, 90 days, something like We're that. serious about that. So it, it behooves them to make sure that you stick around. And that you're happy. So go talk to them and just like facts on the ground. Just tell them what's happening. Hey, I communicated this. I, I was checking on it. Like I'm aware and just call the elephant out in the room. I'm aware that maybe I under communicated this. Maybe I didn't close the loop on every single thing that I should have. But like, but like she said this thing about being on employment improvement plan. And I, I like, I don't want to. I like this job. I don't want to run afoul of it. It's like, what can I do? That's great. To be, to like nip this in the bud or like get better at this, whatever, whatever. That HR business partner will have known that manager for a while and Mm. can help you understand them. And second can also set up a meeting between the two of you to discuss working styles. And get the receipts and the paperwork on that, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like going to HR is not always a bad thing and it shouldn't be held as a last resort. Sometimes you, I would recommend you get ahead of it mm-hmm. and just like if someone's going to take you to HR, you get there first. <laughs> That's all. Okay. <laughs> we love that. Danielle, speaking of keeping that paperwork and making sure you mm-hmm. have records of what your manager expects of receipts, you. Receipts, receipts, stacks on stacks. Yeah, we love the stacks and the paperwork, I guess. <laughs> is that, we love is the it? really long Google Docs. <laughs> I don't go. know. I was like, killing trees. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, not only do you need to communicate this outward, but you also need to keep internal records. Totally. And this is where your status is in and one-on-ones come into play. Like you should have, especially for emergencies like this, uh-huh. You can find in my documentation timestamps of shit when yeah. it happens. Like 2.42, vendor didn't get their shit together. Uh-huh. 3.45, thing was due. Still didn't have a like a uh-huh. email from the thing. Six o'clock, I did it myself. Like, you know what I mean? My favorite thing is screenshotting Slack when it still has like the time and date stamp on it and the new bar. Oh. Like, I just got this shit. Oh, and a screenshot is time stamped when it's saved to your yes, desktop. It is. Yeah. yeah. So like there's a few ways to do this if you're not as particular as Holland. <laughs> I'm just like screen grab, screen grab, screen grab. <laughs> sure, file letter, file letter, file letter. 
<laughs> yeah, but like I think all of that requires time of you. It totally does. Um, and and that granular attention detail. I see that it's ass, and I, I kind of love this shit. Yeah, you I'm love like, it. I, I hate love it. it. Yeah, but like you do have to build in time for it, regardless of whether or not you mm-hmm. like it or not. Um, this is where we come up with that 70 10 10 10 rule. Yes, your favorite. <laughs> My favorite, which is like 70% of your job is doing your job. Yeah. 10% of your job is writing the fuck down what you did. 10% is telling everyone else. And then that last 10% is like, Getting a new job. job, but that's not where you're at right now. You're right. in the first 90 day window, yeah. so, so sit down and <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, it's worth saying Holland's favorite thing, and I swear, if she's ever gonna get a tattoo, it's gonna be this tattooed on her forehead. Oh my god, like, on my forehead! What a placement! Your fo- well, I think there might be people that like, but like the answer is like, if your manager doesn't know about it, it didn't happen. If you do a thing in a forest and your manager isn't there to hear it. <laughs> The Did thing didn't happen in the forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't make a sound. Didn't make a sound. Exactly. Because clearly travel is the most important part of this question for me, Danielle. I also want to like put a little note in here. Like when you're dealing with something like this, I would keep yourself and your own travel out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. I make sure that like I hide my stories from my entire office every time I go to the country because it just makes them seethe with rage for some reason that like <laughs> I do not I'm not encumbered by anything here and I can just travel whenever the fuck I want to. Okay. So like you may be the same situation. So you just doubling down on like, well, I'm out traveling for the holiday might be the thing that's pissing your manager off. You just got there a couple months ago. Like you're supposed to be the one in the office late nights and on weekends doing the grunt work. Yeah. Yeah. We have an episode. You should definitely check out junior level expectations. Episode 16. But I will put this little like nugget out in the world. New Year's Eve is a thing that happens to everyone mm-hmm. and everyone's traveling. Mm-hmm. So instead of making it about your travel, you can say something. And I have sent this text from an airplane before. Okay. <laughs> you can say something like, yeah, I followed up with Bob, but I haven't heard anything. Maybe he's already gone for the long weekend. And I will tell you, as this is coming out in January, the thing you should be aware of right now, which like, you know, you'd think we'd gotten through all the major holidays if any of your vendors, Bob included, Bob ha- or Tim, happen to be in China or any part of Asia, it's Lunar New Year and the whole world shuts down. If you don't have product on a boat by a week before Lunar New Year, you're not getting it until the middle of March. It's just not <laughs> happening. And Lunar New Year moves. It can be as early as the end of January through, I've seen as late as like end of March. Mm. So it moves like Easter, right? Like it's just, it's ridiculous. So instead of making it about you, Make it about something that's universally happening. Good. Right? Pretty good. And that, that way you don't feel like so much of a, of a me monster, of a pick me girl. Like, well, I'm the reason this is, this is a problem, right? Right. Like, it's not you that's the roadblocker. It's actually Tim. Who's, or it's Lunar New Year. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Danielle, you have a couple action items here. And mm-hmm. I think a couple things you can do now, a couple ways to behave in the future. I call them learning opportunities. Learning opportunities. <laughs> growth opportunities (laughs) future strengths (laughs) strengths. but none of these will land you should land you on a pip so like number one practice closed loop communication always Two, write it the fuck down Mm -hmm. three get ahead of the hr thing go talk to your business partner and you know when you're traveling make sure everyone's traveling (laughs) (laughs) everyone's gonna be in havana next year for new year's it's gonna be fine (laughs) supporting the cuban people question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives.
You're going to write a kid's book. That's what I've decided. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be fun. What is it going to be like? Managers in forests, obviously, and making sounds and squirrels. It's going to be great. (laughs) What does the manager say? (laughs) See, manager run. (laughs) What does the associate say? The associate says, nay. (laughs) The director says. C for corporate. (laughs) A is for associate. (laughs) Wait, what's B for? Business KPIs. (laughs) Stupid. K is for KPIs, obviously. (laughs) Are you still here? Like, still here? Are you here now? Why do I feel like we have a Ouija board in the room? (laughs) Do you? I wouldn't be surprised if you you did. I'm sad that I don't, but it still begs the question. Is our listener still here? Because if they are, I think they should rate, review, subscribe. You know why? Helps other people find this podcast. Mm. Rate, review, subscribe.